You're listening to Triumph on St. Gabriel Radio. This is a, uh, this is a show about uh, God's forgiveness and God's mercy for those people who are possibly navigating the somewhat rocky waters sometimes of a past abortion experience. I'm Tim Welsh, and I'm here with my wife, Jo. Hello. How long have we been doing this? A couple years. Couple, couple and a half or something? Um, yeah, it's been good, I think. Yeah, we haven't run out of things to talk about. Well, we may do that today. <laughs> so one, one never quite knows, right? That's true. Today I thought we would dive into a, a, something that we, I think, have touched, in the pa- touched on a little bit in the past, but not really have sort of explored much, and that is uh, relationships after an abortion. Mm-hmm. And specifically what women think about the man in their life when they went through an abortion. I mean, we know, we know that, and, I, and I've got some statistics that we'll we'll sort of walk through in a minute. But um, we know that relationships are damaged. Yes. We and and in ways that no one really predicts, right? I mean, right. Uh, we couldn't have predicted how our relationship was uh, damaged. Thank goodness it was wasn't damaged forever. Right. And not broken. There is there is yeah. Uh, yeah it hurt but not injured. Yeah, there right. we go. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's what athletes want. They want to learn how to play hurt, but they don't want to learn how to play <laughs> injured, right? So, um, you know, it's and it's a great testimony to the mercy of God and the 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 grace that we have been afforded by our Father. Yes. So, so I just kind of want to open that up and see if we can unpack some of the stuff you've met with a lot of women. Uh, you've helped a lot of women work their way through this. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder how all of that uh, how all of that plays out. I mean, I just I I guess I I was pretty brain dead. I was pretty numb when you and I went through the abortion experience, frankly. And and honestly, I was numb for thirty years. I I didn't really have the same yeah. sort of experience that you did, and I don't think men generally do. No, I don't think they do. But it's, it's some do some. You know, we know some that are deeply affected. Yeah, we do. We do. But I, I think by and large, men seek solace in, in ways other than women do. You know, I mean, I think they might bury themselves in a bottle or or uh, in drugs or something, but they don't necessarily just hold things inside and 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 sort of mesh them, you know, mash them around yeah. in their brains. yeah. Yeah, I, well, I, I just it, it 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 makes sense because you know men aren't physically affected um, by it, and um, I, I guess that, and I, I keep going back to our culture being the reason we are the way we are in when we're talking about abortion because you know everything. Is just you know a blob of cells. That's how it all started. And but I think today, I think people still feel that way. I don't think it's you know, I, I don't think that kind of thinking has changed because you know I um, knew a girl, young woman, I should say, who was twenties and she'd had an abortion. You know, and and it it ended her relationship. And I, I think 
she came to see it as, well, the same thing we've always said. Well, he gave me the money, but then that was kind of where it ended with his support. You know, there was no emotional support and he didn't understand. And so her, their relationship ended. And um, there are so many women that say that. Um, another gal who I know has, you know, her relationship ended. And, and really, thankfully, it was not a great relationship. She kind of always calls it a toxic relationship. So that relationship ended and, um, and, uh, you know, those, those two lives are, are, you know, they're severed. There's no relationship at all between, well, both of those folks. But I think it's, um, I think women have a very, it's very maternal. It's almost like mama bear kind of thing um, where, you know, you go through this, you go through an, you get pregnant, you go through an abortion. And then all of a sudden you're kind of like super protective of yourself and you're like questioning yourself. Why did that happen? Why did I allow that? And it, and maybe for women, it comes down to, it's our responsibility maybe um, maybe men don't feel that responsibility for that life, um, where women, it is definitely a woman's, it's, it's, it, it just deeply affects women so much more because you're responsible for that life. And then ending it is, whoa, it's a lot. The good news is there's a lot of help out there, and the good news right. is we do have a forgiving God. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, oh, all, all of those things. And yeah. there's no real journey that begins or ends without God in it, uh, toward, right. toward right. the sort of but reconciliation. To, it, but to face it and to look at it and go, oh my gosh, I need help, that that can take years, and, and a lot of times it does. It takes 25, 30 years for, for women to go, there's something wrong here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is true. Consciously or, or unconsciously, a woman knows that's her child that she was carrying. Right. I mean, one way or another, she understands that. And, and it, you know, every instinct in her body is to protect that child. I mean, it's instinctive. It's not really right. something that she really even has to think about. And, and even though, um, you know, we, we have such social and, and legal, um, uh, uh, sort of mores out in the culture that the circumstances just sometimes can become overwhelming. I mean, our circumstances for you were just overwhelming. There right. wasn't any way that we, you were going to do anything other than that. Right. You know? Right. But, <clears throat> and it's real easy because it's a secret thing and it's inexpensive and it's done. You know, that's, right. that's what everybody thinks. 18 years, here I am pregnant and then 18 years I've got a child. But then there's that, then, then there's that, incessant sort of chanting in her in the back of her mind that is you know that that i'm defective that you know who who what kind of a woman would would do this to her own child you know there's that there's that constant little you know un, what what is it telltale heart i think it's a yeah a shakespeare thing or yeah, something poe poe po. that's <laughs> why we're still married is because you know stuff 
Oh, I know that. You know that. You know your Poe. <laughs> I know it's not Shakespeare. You know, it's, yeah, that's that's close. That's good enough. Good. We needed a little comic relief there, honey. Yeah, yeah. That's well, good. That, that's fine. But it is that telltale heart that you just keep hearing beating, right? And you can't right. see it, and you you search all over the place for it, but it's it's not anywhere to be found, really, until you yeah. find, until you recognize that you've got an issue, right? Well, and it's just that going over in your head. You know, I, 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 I know I did the right thing. I know I did the right thing. I did the right thing is convincing yourself that, that your choice, your decision was the right thing. And, um, no one needs to know, but you know, it just, it eats you up inside. So it, um, it really, um, is kind of a lifelong journey. And it, it encompasses everything about you. Right. I mean, it just, you, relationships with me, relationships with our children, relationships with friends, relationships with everybody. Right. Relationship brothers, with God. Brothers and sisters, <clears throat> family, parents. Mother and father, yeah. Right. So yeah, it, uh, it affects everything. And, and, and maybe, maybe people don't notice. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like the alcoholic. He's the alcoholic's like thinks nobody notices. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably how everyone looked at me. Like, oh, something. She's something remember, wrong with her. <laughs> I remember when I told our kids I was an alcoholic, and one of them said, "Duh." <laughs> <laughs> the other one said, the, "The girl." I think the girls said, "Oh, Dan, I'm really sorry." But I think one of the boys said, "Duh." <laughs> no kidding. So it wasn't any big surprise. But I don't think. I don't think any of them, when you shared the story of of uh, not only the abortion but your teenage pregnancy before that, and when you shared that story with them, I don't think any of them had any idea. No, I think they, um, I think they were very compassionate. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, th- and I think the relationships now, since since you have shared that with them and and been open with them and trusting with them, I think they. Your relationship with the girls particularly is very good right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Well, and I think it just releases you from all those things that you're afraid of, what to say or how to act or what to do. and Yeah, it just releases you from all of that. So if anyone listening <laughs> is feeling that um, kind of angst about all of that, you can reach out. You gotta, uh, what what is it? Sunshine is the ultimate uh, disinfectant. You you gotta be able to, you gotta be able to uh, share stuff with everybody to be able to make it clean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't let that scare you. Oh my gosh. But um, anyway. Well, so after we break here in a few minutes, I want to talk specifically about, and I want to share some statistics before we break, but I want to talk specifically about how you felt and how women felt about the man in their life at the time when they had the abortion. If you can think back that far, it's been a long, long time for you. It's true. But um, I think that's instructive. I, I think that you know, when you look at some of the statistics, there's the Medical Center of Ohio, for instance, found that seven out of 66 women who had abortions 
eventually married the father. Only seven out of 66. Hmm. Something happened there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. In a study of 100 women carried out by Mount Sinai School of Medicine, 46% agreed that abortion provoked a major crisis in their lives, which was frequently followed by an unstable marital or social relationship. So it Half. hurts It hurts those relationships. Absolutely. And, and it hurt our relationship for a period of time. Yes. I think, anyway. Um, and, and, you know, what... What were you feeling toward me? What were you feeling toward, uh, golly, your dad? I mean, any of the men kind of in your life that would have had any kind of impact. And what are you hearing from women that that you have counseled or you have, I don't, we're not, not professional counsel. counselors, that you have talked with, that sure. you have spent some time with. You're listening to Triumph on St. Gabriel Radio. This is a uh, show about God's mercy in, in a post-abortive situation for those men and women who have had abortions in their past just know that there is healing and that god is gonna god's the one he's he's the only way out that's uh, true yeah so um uh, prayer and and uh some help from from professionals is really a good thing this is what helped us and it's what i think yes. helps most people yes. so yes. tell me about tell me about feelings i mean tell me about what was there i well, you talk. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Um, you ask, what, how was I feeling about you? And um, as you recall, and I don't, you know, if you're just listening for the first time. So um, Tim went on vacation. <laughs> no. <laughs> I did. I, the next day I left. <laughs> After you told me you were pregnant, I was, well, I'm going on vacation. I'm going on a trip with my friend over to the East Coast. Uh-huh. And um, so I was left pretty much to handle it myself and how I was going to do it. And that was fine with me at the time because I didn't want to be dissuaded. So I was going with a friend whose sister had, had recently had an abortion at the time and the, we all went together. And um, that was kind of, that was okay. You know, that was just okay at the time. But now looking back, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking it was like when I was 16, I'm like living on my own in Columbus with strangers and handling all of it. And then I come to the point where I'm pregnant again for and going for an abortion, I'm handling it all. Like, don't interfere with what I'm about to do here. <laughs> kind of weird, isn't it? That that kind of came back around. I just thought of that. That, you know, I handled everything at 16. The, the lawyer, the doctors. I mean, not like I paid for all this or anything like that, but I had to make decisions and totally on my own without like a, a parent around. To be, uh, as a point of clarification, you were pregnant at age 16. Correct. That, that wasn't... You didn't, like, I just didn't just go off and yeah, live on my own? Yeah, you go off and live and meet with lawyers and doctors and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you were actually pregnant and needed to meet with lawyers and doctors. And you right. did all that by yourself, which I've always right. admired you for, actually. Yeah. It's been... A, that must have been extraordinarily difficult. But, you know, I just... It's like everything. It's like the abortion experience. You just put on the blinders, you put your head down, and you go. <laughs> like the 
the farmer and the mule or something. You know, you you don't look side to side. Just do what you have to do, and you know, because there's an end. There's an end to this, and things will be better on the other side. Sure. Um, but no, at the time, I was disappointed that you were just going to go ahead on your vacation. Um, but then, in you know, in reality and planning, I was just like, uh, yeah it's probably best this way. Um, and, and really in the women that I've talked to, most of them realized if not right away within weeks, maybe months that the relationship they were in wasn't meeting their emotional needs. So I think in that statistic, what seven out of 76 yeah. Stayed, eventually married the father. Um, it's not shocking to me. Those numbers aren't shocking at all because so many women, uh, maybe the relationship wasn't that, obviously, the relationship wasn't that great to begin with. You know, and you have something like that. I mean, that's like, that's a pretty major thing. And I, I don't think it, that's addressed. Maybe when women go to have an abortion, they should understand that whatever your relationship you're in will probably end after this, you know. Yeah, but do you think any woman would believe that? No, I, I don't. I mean, at the time, in that, no, no, in they that won't. sort they won't. of scenario. No, but I, I think it's, it's kind of shocking when it survives. Yeah, yeah, and one of the questions that I that I had, you know, a lot of times I, I think you heard from a woman that that said she was living in kind of a toxic relationship anyway, and it was going to end anyway. So that's what, yeah, you know. But I, the the question that I had when you were telling me about that was, was it toxic before the abortion, or is she justifying her abortion by saying the relationship was? It was toxic, toxic before that. Okay. Yeah, and she. So you know were, what I'm asking. You know what I'm. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. No, and it was toxic before that. It was not a good situation. So when when you were, um, again, back to how you felt, I mean, mm-hmm. I went away on vacation. Yeah, I, we, that, we've, we've covered that. <laughs> you don't want me to bring it <laughs> I, up again. I, I did that. Okay. <laughs> I've been to confession since several times. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but the question again is, 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 was there any kind of blame in your, in your mind? Was there any kind of, did you, did you, um, look at me with a little more distaste or I don't know what the right word is. I mean, were you mad because we were intimate before marriage or what, 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 what was all I that was probably, I was, I was always mad at myself. I knew better (laughs) and I was more upset with myself and disappointed in myself. Um, And I, I can say that I probably, I I'm pretty sure I was upset when you were like, well, I'm going on vacation anyway. It's not going to work into my plan. So, um, but I, oh yeah, I want to go bring that up again. Okay. Now Um, that we've covered the vacation thing, (laughs) No, but I'm, so I'm saying that, yeah, 
that w- that upset me. But in the, you know, I I decided that having you around wasn't really going to make a difference on my plan and what I was going to do. So um, it was just, at the time, I, I, I'm recalling that I just wanted our relationship to just kind of go back to the way it was. It felt different for me, but again, I didn't know that there was, there was possible damage being done to me and my psyche because of this abortion. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know that maybe if I was still just devastated by it or having any feelings about it at all that I that that was even a thing have you ever thought about what kept us together I mean we've my been married. sure my will and determination <laughs> is what kept us together <laughs> well that, there's there's probably a lot of truth in that um, but I mean have you ever just considered because uh, you know it it was i spent i don't know 25 years as an alcoholic 30 years as an alcoholic as and i i've never once understood whether that was a result of the abortion experience or not i i have always just felt it was kind of just where i fell you know mm-hmm. um yeah because i don't think men really think that deeply you know, I mean, I don't, oh, I don't. Thomas Aquinas, those guys, they're just no. kind of shallow. Well, yeah. the one, the men Augustine. that I know, I should say, <laughs> I personally know. This has taken an ugly turn. So, <laughs> back, you wanted to talk about. Back to me. <laughs> Wait, this is about my feelings. You said that at the start. I know, but I, I did want to say that, you know, yep. there was some, there was some um, issues with our intimacy. Oh, absolutely. For a long, long time. Yeah. And, you know, that's not uncommon. Right. Uh, right. That, the, and it, it's, it, it's that push-me-pull-you thing between male and fe- the male and female psyche, right? I mean, because the female is just, she has, um, she, she's, you know, maybe it's fear of another pregnancy. Maybe it's whatever it happens to be, but there's, there's a, a change in that intimacy in her mind. Mm-hmm. The men on the, and, and they don't, and they think that's just fine. They, they think women generally think that's just the way things are because that's just how they think. I mean, it's how they're wired. And men on the other hand, believe intimacy is a part of their manhood. Women don't think that, <laughs> you know, man, when, when a man that, that, that intimate relationship with a woman makes him think that all is well, you know, and, mm. and oh, they're in between the two of between them. Between the two of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. And, and also it, it sort of, it sort of, um, underscores his masculinity and it, it, yeah. it, but women, it's, it's pretty much exactly the opposite. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's the beauty of the relationship between man and woman that, that God has given us. But at the same time, that causes, that always causes issues after an yeah, abortion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it is part of that. 
oh, am I going to get pregnant again? Or when I am pregnant, I'm married and I'm pregnant, but still I'm feeling like, oh, I have this anxiety, this anxiousness about being pregnant. Um, even though I'm married, it's okay, but still feeling like maybe people are talking about me or something crazy like that. Like I'm the center of the universe and people are always looking at me. I, I keep forgetting that I'm not. But. Well, and there's that loss of, of self-concept, you know, there's that loss of, of sort of self-esteem after, you know, with a teenage pregnancy and then an abortion to follow that and, and all of that, there's a lot of loss of self-esteem and yeah. self-concept yeah. and your, your view of yourself, one's view of oneself changes completely. Right. And like you say, with a teenage pregnancy, you know, at that time back in the seventies, that was a pretty big deal. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, it still is a big deal, but in this, in sort of the societal and right. mores, it just really isn't. But I think it also caused me a lot of questioning of myself as, can I, is this, can I make a decision that's a good one? And maybe I need somebody to help me make my decisions. Maybe I can't do that. Maybe I can't um, have an intimate relationship or con or a, yeah intimate relationship or how do I how do I have friendships that are just good friendship? How do I be a good friend? I don't you know you second guess or I second guessed. I still do second guess my decisions. Mm. And it's hard for me to um, sometimes make decisions. Well, I'm awfully glad you made the decision to marry me. <laughs> that was a good one. You're right. It's it lasted a while, <laughs> which is wonderful. I love you, dear. Thank you so much for for sharing today. For I know some of these things. Just ringing me out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, just hang out to dry here and let, let you. Well, then we'll drive home and you can cry all the way home. No, no I just. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to Triumph. This has been a remarkably candid show about um, uh, people who've had an abortion in their past and the way things work. And we uh, and don't work. <laughs> we love having you here, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Then he